0: welcome back to sapphic survival guide we are happy to be queer to answer your questions and class is now in session i'm gina i'm cheyenne and i'm sev and this week our topic is casual sex
1: which i like to think of ooh, myself
0: ooh, ooh. as a pro of yeah and and i like casual sex
1: love Enjoy casual that. sex
0: big fan And
1: i am very much mm. not so this will no, be. no i'm not either at all i oh, I, I already know how collection. this is gonna go then <laughs> well <laughs> i, I an emotional a...
2: connection it turns me on how like, do like, you do it i love them <laughs> yeah how
1: do you do it no um i definitely have some questions of my
2: own let's get into it how much yeah. well, our first casual sex oh. have you had gina before we get started
0: would you say a lot <laughs> a little bit like dabble um a decent amount a decent amount, a good amount. Yeah. I feel like, I, I mean, I don't know about putting in my whole 10,000 hours or whatever it is yeah. to become, you know, pro, but a pro. I put in enough work to feel qualified in this area for sure.
2: Yeah, I do not feel, I, I know Seb does not feel qualified. I feel a little bit more yeah. qualified, but like, I feel like the casual sex I've had was like an accident. Like I thought, so, I thought like we were going to
1: have sex and be together. And then it was like, they ghosted me. So that's Yeah, like I was going to just I say- what do we define as casual sex? Like one night? Well, that is the first question with, yeah. that we got. How, how we, do you define how it? That?
0: How often are you having this type of sex? Are you having it with someone slash multiple people? I, I guess I've had different levels of casual sex. Like I've had one night stands. I've had casual hookups that happen like for a couple of weeks and then never again. Casual hookups that happen like once a year for literally years of my life. And I've also had casual relationships where, like, both of us knew we weren't going to end up together, but it was definitely, like, more than, like, we weren't emotionless, I guess. Yeah. So there's a couple different levels, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, My only experiences with casual sex would be that last one that you said, but. Other than that. That was not a relationship. That was not a relationship. She she didn't say a relationship. No, it was, I
0: wasn't in relationships with those people, but like I I had like long-term friends with benefits. They
1: were casual, but like Oh, Like, ca- casual sex relationships is what I meant. Yeah. Right. And when I say relationship, I don't mean, like, a love relationship. Yeah. I mean, like, I have a relationship with you guys as a more right. friends, you know? Okay. So, like, right. I mean, like, we were two people who were in each other's lives yeah. for an extended period of time.
2: Yeah. I've had, like, one night stands. I've had a few friends with benefits that ended up turning into relationships, which we're going to talk about later. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. I can't do casual. Like, I want to, like, cuddle on the couch. I want to hold hands. I want to, like go have a picnic in the park and like exactly. tell them I love them. Like I, I don't know, sex, sex is fine if you don't love someone, but I think if you love someone, it's like amazing, which is just like so cancer of me to say, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have sex with someone I I don't love, it's just like not as good. Like, but when I like love them, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I, don't know, I just, just like... think
0: I'm good at separating. Like, I think that sex and then love is like two different circles yeah. of a Venn diagram. And so, like, I think I, they don't always overlap for me, they're not but I will mutually say exclusive. that, like, no, but I will say, like, how you were like, oh, I had a friends with benefits that turned into a relationship. None of my friends with benefits turned into relationships. Yeah. <laughs> if it was a casual thing, that's how it stayed. And we still probably have good things to say about each other today. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah yeah
2: yeah I don't know I feel like I can separate those things in my mind like I am able to like if I wanted to just go have sex with someone I could um sometimes I would like fantasize about them the next day and like imagine our lives together but (laughs) it's just like like I can do it but it's just like not it's not worth it to me like they're not Like I feel like I'm 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 pretty good in bed and like a lot of people don't deserve. me I feel like, (laughs) and so like the people that I like want to just like hook up with me, like kind of like use me and discard me. Like I'm like they don't deserve like what I can do to them. Like they they don't deserve how good I am. So it's like I don't want to feel used because I have in the past. So it's like a trigger point, but also like. It's just not worth it because I'm usually the one putting in the work, putting in the effort, making them orgasm. Like, I'm not usually laying back and letting someone fuck me. So it's, like, mm. very rare that I would want to do that because of that. Mm-hmm. That makes
0: sense. I feel that. I mean, sex is very intimate. So I, I definitely understand. Like I have a lot of friends, straight or gay or whatever mm-hmm. level of the spectrum that identify kind of in a way as, like, demisexual. Mm-hmm. Because I just know a lot of people that it's, like, if they're going to hook up with somebody, there's has to be feelings there. Otherwise, it's mm-hmm. not going to be something that they feel feel good about in the end, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel that way. And even like I've had sex with like friends in the past. And for me, like I would want like a genuine like friendship with the person and not just like friends Mm -hmm. with benefits, quote unquote, where you like fuck and then you're not actually friends. Like I've had friends that I've slept with before and like I'm still friends with them today. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's like we had a genuine friendship before that. So then like, it was easy to just like hook up and then like move forward. But like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. just random strangers where I don't have that connection. I, I don't know. It's just, I'm not for me. I
0: feel like it just,
2: I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah. I get it. Well, one of our questions kind of on that topic, how do you keep it casual without it turning into a relationship? So for those that you could sleep with and it didn't go anywhere, how did you, how were you able to keep it casual?
2: Mm usually they were just like assholes and i didn't want anything to do yeah. with yeah i mean point.
1: the one <laughs> the one that we were talking about earlier it was just kind of like by the way you know this isn't gonna turn into anything right yeah. And then yeah. that was just it. Like we kind of just had to be really upfront about it because I remember I had a friend once tell me they were like, accidentally got into a relationship once. Cause I just never told them that I wanted it to be casual. And it's like, yeah, no. that can happen if you don't tell people what you want and then they just expect something else. You're too nice to tell them no. Like, yeah, yeah. so you just have to do it. You'll just have to come out and say it. I think, I don't know
2: I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, going into a situation and being, like, this is what I want, this is what I have the capacity for, this is,
1: you know, I don't have the
2: time, energy, resources to be in a relationship right now, or, like, I really like you, but I'm moving, or I really like you, but you want to get married in two years, and I don't, like, (laughs) I don't know, there are, like, lots of ways to, like, communicate that to someone Can you
0: repeat i really like you but i'm moving just for my ex who's listening again i was I, I really, really like you s-
2: but i'm moving <laughs>
0: just Did just that? that's the repeat <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's not get into that okay
0: yeah i know both of you uh, <laughs> uh okay sorry um, I mean, we you cover continue. the feeling thing since we're a little bit on it if you want
1: i was gonna say now okay. we're just into this whole feeling thing so let's do it i mean yeah on to that point we were talking about a little bit how do you not get attached or catch feelings what happens when you develop a crush on a hookup
2: okay I have a good
1: answer to this so I um tend to get attached and my
2: last friends with benefits was someone I did not really like as a person at least in the beginning so like I could last I like know. 10 hours hanging out with them max and then I'd be like you got to get out like I don't want to spend any more time with you I don't really like Remember you this. but then like obviously we kept talking kept tucking up and then we ended up dating so I feel like that situation kind of proved to me that I can like love anyone which is very scary for me because it's like I can find the good and like anyone
0: uh, but yeah, yeah I so think I it's like- easy to get attached to anybody if you spend enough time, right. even if you do know that there's things that you yeah. don't love about them or, or something. I you think
1: know? part of my issue in the past, I don't want to admit too much in case they listen to it, <laughs> but I did catch a little bit of feelings, but I think part of that issue was Not that we were, like, sleeping together, but it was more that we were spending so much time together, as opposed to, like, Mm -hmm. this is just us hooking up. I would go Mm -hmm. over there for a couple hours twice a week, and we would just, like, watch TV together and cuddle on the couch. Yeah. It's like, maybe that's a boundary I shouldn't be crossing anymore, because it makes me feel more attached than if I just, like, went over, did what I needed to do, and and left. Right, but I feel like there's also, like,
2: an in-between space where you, you know, could go over hook up and watch TV still, but maybe like not cuddle and not have like talks and not text all day, every day. Like that.
1: Yeah. And I think that knowing your boundaries with that and knowing like how you are and how you react and what, I'm not like what makes you develop a crush on somebody, but like, I know I'm a person that if we're texting 24 hours a day, every day, if I'm going over to your house and we're cuddling on your couch and we're watching TV. I, th- if I think that's true for like, most people doing, unless they're yeah, very emotionally unavailable. The, exactly. So like, I think knowing that boundary and knowing how you're going to react and setting that boundary with them like hey I like you as a person and I think you're really dope but if we want to keep this casual and we neither of us want a relationship and neither of us want to catch feelings we're gonna have to set some boundaries with each other to do this and again yeah I feel like so much of what we talk about in all of our episodes always comes down to just like communication yeah 100 percent it's it's the
0: super, end all the yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like I never accidentally got a little bit of feelings or like a crush, but I think part of my yeah. problem was that when that happened, I wasn't I also wasn't being honest with myself. Like I yep. <laughs> yeah. was like, I'm not, and it, you know, what's funny is that a lot of times that I had these kind of like casual sex relationships or whatever mm-hmm. they were with people that I was like, I don't actually see us dating yeah. for real, but yeah. then I still would catch myself getting jealous of like getting jealous yeah. of certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'd hate myself. Cause I'm like, but you don't even want them. Like yeah. this one guy that I was really good friends with in college, we ended up like kind of becoming hookup buddies where like it, we would go out and we'd like end up with each other. And I knew 100% fully that he had a crush on some girl, but I kind of thought she was out of his league. And then when she started showing interest in him, we got in this like dramatic drunk fight that I was so embarrassed by the next morning. So I was yeah. like, you showed all of your cards last night. Didn't yeah. you, Gina? Good job. Now he knows. I was so pissed at myself. I was like, Shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I totally get that.
2: Yeah. I was going to ask though, Gina, like how were you, like when you started to get jealous, like obviously certain situations you weren't able to like control those feelings. Like in that situation, you, you had kind of like a blowout with him. Um, yeah. But, like, in other situations, when you started to, like, feel yourself catching feelings or, like, jealousy or anything, were you able to just, like, shut it off? Is there, like, something that you did that, like, you were able to just, like, push it away and continue on with the casual relationship without it, like, blossoming into something more?
0: I think part of it was I kept those people kind of like I was guarded and in terms of those Mm. people, like I did kind of keep them at bay a little bit. Mm. And so I think that even if I had developed like a crush or something, I didn't fully let myself, like, I just didn't let myself get invested, I guess. And that doesn't mean that I didn't get feelings hurt. I don't know how to explain this, but like I was simultaneously, like I knew I was hurting myself, but I just like didn't care, I guess. Yeah. And oh, I just I was, I that. guess I was being realistic. I just was like, this is how it is. And knowing that it's not going to go anywhere, whatever. I don't know. I, it's hard because I, I, it's easy to have crushes, especially as a Libra on like everybody. And I <laughs> yeah. just feel fond of people. Like I just, even yeah. still now I yeah. have like little places in my heart for almost right. everybody I've slept with. And like, right. I don't know if that's weird to say, cause some of them I kind of don't necessarily care about but I'm just like I don't know I if
1: you've like been inside me I just feel like we have a nice little bond
0: you know yeah it's a connection yeah
1: yeah for sure it is a connection I think on the other end of that someone said I think my casual sex partner developed romantic feelings I want to keep it casual but I don't want to hurt her what should I do and then this is where I read this question and I literally said out loud to Cheyenne and Gina this is some demon shit They said, how do you have casual sex without saying sweet things that makes them get attached? And for me, this reminds me of (laughs) the last person that I had this casual relationship with because they would say the nicest things to me sometimes. I mean, yeah, they were a dick half the time, but when they would be nice and sweet, I'd be like, now listen why are we saying this like it's called manipulation yeah it's called you don't you don't listen no 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 you don't there are two sides I have personal wait 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 I have because I listen (laughs) because how do you tell a person one night you want to keep it casual and then the next night at three in the morning with your head in their lap you tell them it's really nice to have someone how do you do that That's demon shit. And that's what I think of when I hear this question. Well, yeah, because that well, that person was trying to manipulate you because they, you know,
2: made sure that we're keeping casual, but then they can say whatever they want to like make you feel some type of way and to change them which you is just have game to play. Play. but I think yeah. they're okay, in just put in that record,
0: that's not what
2: I'm
1: doing
0: when I'm being <laughs> yeah no I don't I don't do
1: that either I don't do that either but this is what I think of when I hear this question that I'm saying mm-hmm. know the boundary and know that you can't be saying yeah. shit like
2: that yeah I feel like there's two different sides to it because I am like naturally very romantic I say like sweet shit like yes. I just I'm good with words good with my mouth it's just, Same. just um Same. but like yeah so I like <laughs> Like do you tend to say those things which is partial, also partially why I don't do casual sex because it's like I'm not trying to be saying this to someone who's like ew and then never talks to me again um which I feel like has happened but then there is like the other side of the coin which is that person you know setting kind of like that boundary but then crossing it to see like what they can get away with and like how they can manipulate yeah. you I and think I think there are like two different sides mm-hmm. to it it's and I think okay. it's emotional can... unavailability. They're probably, yeah, they probably do want that emotional closeness. They probably are avoidantly attached and want that, but like have to like put a wall up and say like, you're not going to get me, but I'm going to give you a little bit of me. Yeah. Know. And
1: I think it's okay if sometimes they're being genuine, mm-hmm. but like you can be genuine in how you feel about a person you can like someone a lot or like enjoy their presence and want to be their friend and be nice to them and say nice things to them with knowing the boundary of like right. like you can be like you're a great person to hang out with but not like you're my person now like, yeah, like right. Like- there's different things
0: that you would obviously say in a relationship mm-hmm. but i also think like even if it's casual sex and you're not gonna go anywhere like you can be like oh my God, you're so cute. Yesterday was so fun. I don't know. I guess like I am like kind of romantic and like overall my like demeanor. And Mm -hmm. so I could see like things that I say Be getting misconstrued, but I'm also not purposely saying these really intimate
1: things. Like there's Mm -hmm, a boundary mm -hmm.
0: even in the language you're using.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think just knowing that boundary and just, I don't know the way this was worded. How do you have casual sex without saying sweet things that make them get attached? That's kind of putting it on them and it's not on them if you right. are saying like the sweet saying the sweet things and being, you know, overly romantic or whatever. Because right. Yeah, you can say
2: like kind things like you can be like, oh, I had a lot of fun or like I can't wait to hang out. Like those are different than like hi baby like how was your day sweet like i don't know like i feel yeah. like obviously there's like differences in how people speak and what they say but i feel like yeah. mm-hmm. maybe
1: just dial it back and then if you're like you don't gotta torture people yeah and then if you're just like well that's just how i am yes, that's I just do. how i talk i if have you're to a torture demon them. <laughs> yeah. don't be a
0: don't be some like fuck on some fuck shit you know yeah, yeah. a fuck yeah. person don't be a fuck, fuck person, person. <laughs> On no. the topic of boundaries, one of the other questions, just because he can get you attached. One question is, should you stay overnight or go home and sleep? Which I do think if you're continuously sleeping over, you're at risk of getting more attached. Mm-hmm. At risk. I agree. I agree. And I um, was
1: going
2: to be traveling around a lot, like a year ago. And I was, you know, planning on having a lot of casual sex, even though I'm not the person who (laughs) has casual sex, but I was like, give me tips, like give me advice, tell me what to do. Like, I don't know how to like approach this and like, just like see it as a good experience without feeling like used and shitty. And a lot of people said that it's best to like go back home and sleep, which obviously like if you're intoxicated or, you know, there are certain situations where you should stay overnight, but like maybe sleep on the couch or like, don't cuddle when you go to like I don't know there are other options but yeah I feel There's like sleeping Ubers, over a you, lot, you know. right I feel like sleeping over a lot is definitely going to lead to like a lot more intimacy but I think you know a few sleepovers are okay
0: a-okay
1: yeah I, yeah sleepovers I just wouldn't is okay.
0: make it a habit yeah yeah I agree yeah I would never do that thing. <laughs> yeah another no, question that we got course, yeah, is you never. <laughs>
2: is it okay to be romantic or not? I'd freak out if she were too romantic. And like going back to what we said before, just like, don't do things that are kind of like relationshipy. Like, and if you don't like-
1: buy flowers for your casual hookup or don't make or them- gifts in general, really. Yeah. Don't buy them gifts. Don't make them dinner. Okay. I keep bringing you back to this past, to this one are you because it was.
2: Well, She's I'm not bit. bitter, but you're, okay, you're bitter, but also it's your only experience with
1: that, so that's why, that's like... It was my only, like, casual long-term hookup thing that I had had, yeah. and it just did not go well, but one of the things is like, don't, you know... Don't do relationship shit with someone you want to keep it casual with. Right. Do either of you think that kissing during casual sex is weird? Because that's another question with thought. No. I was actually just talking to my no, therapist I don't think about that's this. Weird I, I don't think it's weird.
2: I've My therapist-
1: so many times. People are yeah. like, I don't kiss a hookup. I don't kiss someone mm-hmm. who I'm like sleeping with. Who I yeah. that's home a part for a of foreplay stand. then that's that, so weird you're exactly, just gonna go and then
0: start touching each other's like nipples yeah. and staring at each other what the fuck yeah, yeah. I,
1: I was talking I to my am therapist a- about
2: this literally yesterday because I was talking about how my old roommate like wouldn't kiss anyone she was hooking up with because it was too intimate and my therapist was like well some people are able to just like shut it off and be like this is just like my vagina like or my penis like uh... it's just genitals like they're able to like shut that part off and I'm like but what are you doing like staring like how are you into shaving? What are you looking at? Are you right. just staring into each Is other's eyes? Like that I think so feel like they just start. I feel like they just start like ripping uh, each other's Like I feel like it just like starts like that because then you don't well, have to kiss. Maybe
0: they do kiss a little, but it's just like minimal. Which I don't I mean, know. I don't I guess, think they kiss like, at all.
2: Like that's weird to it me. Like little. she didn't. Like they just like went for it. I don't know. I mean, how I'm how not trying works. to
0: shame anybody, but that yeah. would be so weird to me. Yeah, I can't imagine doing it. I would not be
1: interested in that.
0: I've had casual things that we don't like a lot of sometimes what we did is just make out especially like at parties and stuff like mm-hmm. that can be fun and so I right kissing I think it like intimate yeah it, it kissing mean, it is, is the intimate least intimate thing, part, thing, but part so of is sex, sex to me <laughs> like, yeah I, I, like well, I totally disagree with that I feel like really? I think in, kissing I feel like is you're super you're intimate. intimate. Well, I like, like,
2: like if you're in someone's like genitals or like touching someone's genitals I feel like that's so intimate already like you can just give them a little yeah. kiss on the lips yeah that's like, what I meant like
1: you're already fucking someone you can also yeah. give them a kiss like
2: it's yeah. not my not therapist tried to it. argue that it makes it more intimate but I don't I agree. Like, don't like I think it's that. just I like a agree. but I guess it's the first part. It's just all
0: a part of it I feel like it's yeah. not like yeah. more or less because if you're already touching body parts why is certain parts excluded right. like you know exactly. it's I just feel like if it's a part yeah. of it already like obviously know your <laughs> limits so whatever but what is? i just it remembered obviously? my therapist
2: no i just remembered my therapist made a comment about how like when you're kissing you're like looking into each other's eyes and it made me laugh because i thought about like that fruto mars your eyes wide open why, would they <laughs> why open? were they open? like <laughs> she, like that doesn't like she's like oh, you're looking into so each other's eyes and that's why it's more intimate but like Most people have their eyes. I am not Not kissing anyone and looking into their eyes. I I do kiss with my eyes open sometimes just to freak my girlfriend out. Like I'll like (laughs) these, she opens her eyes and she's
0: like, why? If I open my eyes, like actually while kissing, it's for literally half a second. And it's just like, to remind it's, myself it's like how to pretty see my them
2: is. and be like yeah like oh you're so cute like and then yeah, like, it's, not yeah like it's, it. it's not like
1: consistent. it's not like I'm making out with you with my eyeballs just like the the other night Cheyenne and I were out and she tried to get one of our friends to like kiss me and he went in for it and my eyes were open and my mouth was wide open and I just started laughing hysterically and he was like why are you laughing anyways <laughs> the next the one question that we have it says okay. am I the only one who thinks even casual sex is super intimate I think part of it is just like how are you having sex <laughs>
2: because yeah. you could do it doggy style not yeah kissing, like,
0: like you but like there <laughs> are some so many things like intimate too though <laughs> everything yeah, yeah it just
1: depends on yeah. what you define as super intimate because obviously if you're like staring into each other's eyes right. and like caressing like... each other's face yeah like the
0: vibe the vibe could yeah. be yeah. super intimate the vibe could be super casual and you could be doing the same acts but how you're going about it and like the overall feeling of it is going to change especially between like what's your connection like it's all going to affect and like sex is sex is intimate period so yeah even casual sex is is intimate but that doesn't feel like mean pe- that some people you have don't to fall think in love it's with everybody that. you have casual sex with.
1: Not to like call anyone out, but to me, people who are like, no, sex isn't intimate, like, I feel like they're lying a little bit. Like,
2: it's. Yeah. Like, it's even if super you're like friends with someone, it's
1: like, yeah. If you're like, still you know, getting buck naked in front of them and breathing your bodies together. Like, hey, yeah. you can't hate them that much. Like, yeah, and I don't it's know. Like, Can we-
2: Can we look at the, I'm going to look up the definition of intimacy right now or like intimate. All right. Uh, Intimate, closely acquainted, familiar, close, private, and personal. So I feel like intimacy like is inherently like, or sex is inherently intimate because you're literally like up close and personal like that's what intimacy yeah, is very up close and to personal. Be romantic or like yeah you know have to lead to anything but it's still intimate no matter what yeah most people don't get to like touch you or see you or taste you in that way like, so it's hard to like yeah. separate casual intimacy versus romantic intimacy mm-hmm, and for i sure. uh, for the people not watching on patreon i used air quotes there because i feel like it's so big like casual yeah like is everyone can define it differently yeah okay let's take a break now before we get into the next set of questions that sounds good. And we're back. The next question is, how can I get into it more as a person who isn't very experienced but not ready for a relationship? Good question. I think that's
0: a perfect time to get into casual sex if you're not ready for a relationship. Exactly. You just have to go into it saying, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm just Mm -hmm. looking. You don't have to say, like, I'm just looking for sex because I think that can sound off-putting. Yeah. But you can say like, I'm just, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm just looking mm-hmm. for, to have fun. I'm just looking to make connections mm-hmm. and then just like <laughs> shop around. Yeah. yeah. In my personal experience
2: and like videos I see on like TikTok, people will be like, oh my God, all I see on like dating apps are people who like want a relationship and I just want to hook up. And then I see people who are like, I just see people who are like, oh, I don't want anything serious. And I want a relationship. And it's weird because I feel like it's either like the attraction to each other or just like the dating apps like algorithms and shit but I feel like it's strange because I feel like personally I would all like I wanted a relationship and I would always find people who just want to fuck and then I feel like there are people mm-hmm. who complain that they just want to fuck but they always find people who are in a relationship and it's weird that we it's like I feel like it's rarer that we find the people who are looking for the same things
1: yeah people aren't upfront in their bio or their whatever mm-hmm. that was going to be my advice is just be upfront, and then just see who you meet from that and you know go from there. Well, that's the thing is I was going to say, no, Shane, you just
0: said, you felt like those people don't always like match, but I felt like I would put like not looking for anything serious or just looking for something casual. And I would find people that were kind of on that same wavelength. Mm-hmm. And even if that's where I went into it, like for with my girlfriend, for example, like when I matched with her, my goal in being on Tinder was to find mm-hmm. something casual. But then after meeting up with her, I knew that's not what I wanted. Yeah, And I immediately. Was upfront about that. I mean, I wasn't like after our first. I, I mean, I basically said this, but I wasn't literally after our first date. Like, hey, so we're gonna fall in love now. Yeah. But I like when we were leaving our first like hangout, and I was like, I really like you, and I would like to see you again. Mm-hmm. But, like, are you available later this week? I think you're really great. So I was yeah. super up. You like let her know that your intentions way. changed.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah 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 but yeah. like again being up front is like the main the yes. main point to all of this and I know somebody asked how do you talk about it without being awkward like
0: <laughs> it might
1: be awkward that's my like I don't have it's gonna be more awkward
0: it, when they're in love with you <laughs> yeah, yeah like most it's conversations be... are awkward but it's
2: like the that awkwardness prevents like even more awkward situations so just get yeah. over with yep. and say it, it probably say what you
1: escalate. feel exactly yeah.
0: Yeah. It's going to blow like, up in your face if you're not up front, you know, right. and if it feels like
2: weird to be like, oh yeah, I'm looking to have sex. Like that person could want the same thing. And you know, you're worried about it being awkward. So you yeah. You're yeah. Sometimes it's nice to hear
0: like what you don't want to say. And you're like, oh, thank yeah. God. Like, yeah.
1: And if they yeah. don't, then it's like okay cool I respect your decisions it goes back to like basic mm-hmm. human respect like I think you're hot and I would love to but if you don't want to bye like right. yeah, wouldn't like, you, you rather the tell like, them I'd
0: rather somebody be like oh I am looking for something serious and then maybe like well I'm gonna hurt you then if we do this thing so let's right. not do it and then exactly. you won't get hurt and maybe we yeah. you can be friends you know yeah and like the communication exactly.
2: can stop like pain down the line like yeah you can't just expect someone to like change what they want for you or who they are for you just like accept it for what it is and like find someone else because there's so many fucking people in the world and sometimes it feels like oh but I want this person I want them to change for me I want them to be x y and z but like they already told you what it was so that's why Mm -hmm. it's important to like communicate it and figure out what you want and what you don't want or else you know down the line you could be even more worse off yeah yeah hurt by it Um, Yeah, exactly another question that we got and I would like Gina to answer this one because I feel like she's most qualified um as a lesbian (laughs) how do I actually meet such approach others who want casual sex it feels impossible how did you like approach like did you just have it like not looking for anything serious in your bio and it went from there or did you like approach anyone in
0: person and say like hey let's hook up how well so I think it's important to kind of like note that when how this person said it feels impossible it's probably a lot harder in a post-pandemic world so I would cut yourself a little bit of slack because like I don't think just because of germs and the pandemic people are like swinging it around like they used to in terms of casual sex and everything so don't be too hard on yourself like where they say it feels impossible for me I think yeah it was in my bio like just looking for fun I think is what I with like a winky face is what I think I normally had like they knew and I definitely would be very flirty in the conversations we were having more so than like. So what was your childhood like? Like that's not yeah. you know I was not mm-hmm. ha- that's not yeah. how I was getting to know them. It was like definitely like you know with consent sexual conversations. So then it was always very uh, lusty was the vibe rather than mm-hmm. like datey if that makes sense. Right. And yeah. I'm not gonna. Part of the reason I wanted you. to be upfront too is because I wasn't trying to get to know somebody for two weeks over text and then go on a date and maybe right. hook up after. I was like, no, like, you want to come through tonight? Like, I don't know. It wasn't, I wasn't trying to get to know them. I was trying to get
1: fucked.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah. That too. The vibe was so
1: different. Yeah. And I think, so that kind of, like, perfectly goes into the one question that we had because, hey, you want to come over and just fuck, like, someone you just met? Yeah. Uh, Do you guys not worry about STIs and stuff? How often do you personally get tested if you're having casual sex? Um, they asked about dental dance. So, like, is that a concern when you first meet a person and you're on a dating app and you're like, come over now? Like, I'm trying to get laid. Have you ever had someone come over that night, Gina, that you met? Like, have you ever
2: yes. had like that night? Mm-hmm. I feel like Way, I more than
0: once, many times. Never
2: have. And I feel like it's typically more men do that just because it's like safer. I feel like I personally like need to get to know them a little bit and see like if they're yeah. a safe person. But I have had people like come over to my house in the night. And I was like living alone. Like I've
0: made like bad decisions like that, but- um, Oh, I've yeah. made absolutely yeah. horrible decisions yeah. and it yeah. hasn't always gone wonderfully. Yeah. Um, but it's not, ju- it's not exclusive to any one gender. But I think that my mindset, and this is probably problematic to say, is a little different depending on who I'm having the casual sex with. Mm-hmm. Because when I was hooking up with people with penises, it was like, well, put a condom on right. and blah, we're good to go. Right. I will be honest with this dental damn question. When I'm hooking up with people with vaginas, there's nothing that we're using, but I do get tested regularly. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. at this point, now that I have a partner, it's just anytime we have new partners. But when I was single, I got tested Every six months, more often if I needed to because of more partners Mm then.
2: Yeah. I try average. to get tested like every once in a while, but I feel like, yeah, I, I, have used a dental dam because you can like make them out of condoms. I wanted to try it. So I have used one before, but yeah, I've never used it like with a casual sex partner. I, like I said, I don't really have much casual sex, so I do not get tested all the time and obviously don't right now because I'm in a monogamous relationship, but right. I also felt like I didn't personally need to get tested as much just because the rate of STI transmission between two people with vulvas, which is mostly who I've been having sex with in the past like five, six years, um, the rate of STI transmission is lower. And I'm mostly topping the other person. They're not really touching my genitals. Sometimes it was oral. Mostly it was like fingers. I know there can be like transmission from like cuts in your fingers, but like, I feel like most of the time it was like me fingering, dildo, sex toy. Like it wasn't like things that I felt would pass mm-hmm. an STI to me. Um, So I didn't get sense. tested like super often, but I do get it uh, like maybe once or twice a year.
0: Having hookups that are sapphic for mm-hmm. me, the risk is less STIs and more BV and yeast infections. Yeah. That makes makes
1: a lot of sense. Yes. Um, and I think like for me, it's just after every partner I've gotten tested, you know, so. That's it's you have to be smart about it and then, like the
0: next question on that same topic how do you ask your partner to get tested well if you are both responsible people that would be a very normal conversation mm-hmm. that you should be having and if you do just ask them and they are weird about it mm-hmm. that is a huge red, flag. A red flag and yeah, if that's someone just, I asks you about out. it and you act weird you need to reevaluate because they are trying to keep you both safe and that's not the reaction to have they're actually yeah. oh thank you
2: thank you for caring yeah. about my right. Like health. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I think like if the... they
1: react negatively to it, it is a
2: huge red flag and yeah. yeah and I like the other question, person.
1: when is the right time to mention I required testing if we're both TTF? I mean, as soon as you kind of start talking, I wouldn't say like right off
2: like hi how are you i require sti testing if you're gonna fuck yeah. me but like once you get to know them like kind of like tentatively have plans be like hey can we get tested first and yeah, yeah. like
0: again that should be a normal question because you don't know them and again if they're funny yeah. you just be like i, I just met you mm-hmm. yeah like we literally just met
1: and i like is the there more one to this t-
0: testing question yeah no yeah is there it says yeah.
1: i i how do I communicate that I don't feel comfortable if the testing reveals risks I can't take? I mean, you just have to be upfront. Again, this is like what we always come back to. Don't be rude, though. Yeah, don't be like you're
0: gross. Like, do not mm-hmm. shame that person. But Again, I also think and- like there's a level of education to everything because let's exactly. say that like you're with somebody who is HIV positive, there are medications that can make them then undetectable, and as, an, as a result. Untransmittable, and mm-hmm. so there's other things that are going to be on that test that could then be taken away with a pill or medication, mm-hmm. and so I think it's all educate yourself on what that result is because yeah, if somebody has something that doesn't mean that they can never have sex again, it right. just means that like there there's ways to have safe sex yeah. no matter what. You just have your, to take extra precautions. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So just getting back into like overall hookup questions. Let's say that it does go well. I think we've told some cautionary tales here, but let's say a hookup does go well. Is it all right to ask a casual hookup if they want to do it again? I say, yeah. I think it's yeah. fine. Like yeah. if it's
1: like, I'm in this question, I'm picturing like one night stand, you had a great time and you're like, that was the best sex of my life. Ask Wanna them again and be Two like, night stand? Yeah, be like, yeah, be like, that was really great let's do it again you know like yeah. it doesn't have to be anything serious it can just be like we should at least do that one more time because <laughs> the first time this is my thought process I the first time <laughs> well the first time mm-hmm. with someone usually awkward mm-hmm. so once you hit that second and third it's,
2: it's also be why better. i don't so that's why if i also it, don't like casual
1: sex because yeah. like, i don't
2: think it's good the first
1: time because you're like, like learning things and figuring it out the person me. but <laughs> But once you're figuring out, once you're, like, into the second and third, then it starts getting better. So if it's good the first time, of course I'm going to want to do it again. (laughs) Like, it was already great this
0: time. In that regard, show the cards. Like, if you had a good time and you went round two, ask for it. Worst that can happen is they say no and it doesn't happen again. But if you don't ask, it might never happen again.
2: So may as well
0: ask exactly you know
2: okay and i think we're into our last one yeah um so the last question we have is how do you find out if it's really for
1: you or not that's a good well, Don't
0: like, you know, use anybody just to test things out, yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah. don't, you know, don't experiment just for funsies, make sure it's mutual if you're going to like do that. But I think that's the only way to figure it out is to try it. I, I mentioned earlier that I have friends who are kind of, you know, somewhere on that demisexual spectrum. And so one of like one of my friends at some point after a breakup was like, I don't want to be in a relationship for a while. I want to try the casual sex thing. And she like made out with some guy to party, kind of was with him then privately and in the middle of that realized like, I don't actually want to do this. And so she just stopped and was like, okay, I'm all good. Thanks. And like left the situation, like no pressure. You can stop at any point. And so that's how she realized, oh yeah, I need there to be something emotional for me to get turned on. Like she was basically telling about it and she was like, I was bone dry, even though I'm looking at this guy who was hot, but I was like. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know you and that's okay. That's I'm not that way. And I don't think there's anything wrong. I I wish I were that way. You wish you were what way?
2: I wish I could have casual sex. And like the advice I got for that before was kind of like, look at each, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was basically like, look at each situation and like, don't like think about anything long-term, just like appreciate that moment that you get to have with this person that you chose to have it with, even if it's not like a long-term romantic thing, like it's still like a special. Have you fun, seen *Oranges is the New Black?
0: I have. When she says that when Yoga Jones is, I think it's like mandala or something. And she's like, think yeah. of your time here as a mandala. She's like, these like monks, they draw out these beautiful patterns on the mm-hmm. beach just for the waves to wash yeah. it away. And that doesn't mean you don't make something beautiful, even though you know it's not long term. Yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. like I think that's kind of yeah. the beauty of things that don't work out in general. Like every experience mm-hmm. gifts you something, right? Yeah, even if and it's I just don't like some sex move you've never tried before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, don't, don't want like to uh, exactly. yeah. get
1: all exactly. I don't want to get all witchy woo woo. But there was someone I was talking to the other day and they were kind of just like your life path is just what it like these little moments are going to add up to a bigger a bigger experience so like if you have a shitty moment that's just a moment it's okay. Right. And if like you try to
2: woo, I think that's no, well, you know, it was valuable advice. No,
1: definitely. Just like these little moments are gonna add up to your bigger life experience and help you refine and understand. We're constantly mm-hmm. figuring out who we are and what we want. So it's okay if you try something out and you don't want it.
0: And it's okay yeah. if you
1: try something out and you love it. And then yeah, your life path will change. All right. <laughs> and on that note, thank you everyone so much for tuning in this week. We had a lot of fun, if you couldn't tell. Sure. Go ahead. And like, rate, and review us on whichever platform you're listening to us on. Go ahead and follow us on all social medias. We are at Sapphic Survival Guide on everywhere except for Twitter, Twitter, titter, Twitter, <laughs> except for Twitter, where we are at Sapphic Survival. And then if you guys like us and you want to hang out with us a little bit more, we do have a Patreon for some little bonus content. We also have a little Discord community. The first 50 people that are joining are going to be free and the rest of y'all can join by joining our Patreon. So, you know, do that. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Come hang with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with that, I am Sev. You can check me out on Instagram at seven.months. That's all spelled out. On Twitter, I'm at seven months without the period in the middle and then on tiktok i'm lucky.sev and you. you can find me on instagram
0: at gina finio on tiktok at bisexual gina you can go to my website ginafinio.com and you can also listen to my jersey shore podcast um hello wherever you listen to podcasts and bump can find- for that.
2: You can find me, Cheyenne, on all social media platforms at Hot Nespian. Class is now dismissed.